Okay. Yeah. So, um, recently, I have been attempting to uh, work out, and what that means is I uh, intentionally, with full consciousness and awareness, destroy my body for the sake of gaining muscle and losing some fat. Um, this is a regular thing for people who want to stay healthy and fit. It's, it's part of the, uh, uh, it's part of the craziness that we do is we destroy ourselves so that we can maintain muscle. Of course, I'm being a bit sarcastic and exaggerating by this point. I mean, we're past like what episode 54 or something. I mean, you should know by now that I'm not always, you know, I'm not, I'm not a very serious stoic person i mean i might have my moments i guess but uh you should know me by now okay so anyway uh gluttony gluttony is a sin now now let's let's get this out of the right way first okay let's just let's let's go right for the jugular um the seven deadly sins like gluttony and lust and and uh uh, being a Cowboys fan, I don't know, whatever they are, those uh, the seven deadly sins, you know that's actually a very Roman Catholic uh, traditional uh, characteristic, right? Like the, so if you study, if you go back and look, what are the seven deadly sins? And it gives you the seven deadly sins. Um, Jesus didn't say those seven deadly sins, okay? Some guy did. He was a Pope, um, and he was part of the Roman Catholic uh, religion and created the seven deadly sins. Now it clearly made some impact because today, you know, people talk about it so much, but Jesus, not just Jesus, the word of God in, in the Bible does talk about gluttony, which is where the Pope received that inspiration to include gluttony as part of one of the seven deadly sins. Now, and you have to understand, um, uh, I, maybe I should have looked up the proper definition before paraphrasing because you know the fact checkers will get me but that's okay uh so gluttony if you really if you go in and try to define what gluttony is it's it's gonna be about like uh indulging indulging um over like a overabundance and basically you're you're partaking and indulging overwhelmingly above what you should and most of that is going to be in talking about food like you're eating too much and you're like addicted and obsessive about what you're taking in now there is such a thing as like a spiritual form of gluttony and there's other forms of just not just food man it's like you're when you're it's okay here's here's an example let's say you're like because i was talking about being fit let's say you're like you know what i need to settle down on the sugars I'm going to do Diet Coke, but you drink like a hundred Diet Cokes in one day. I mean, is that, is that really good for you? You know, a hundred Diet Cokes, no water, just, and I'm saying that because people do that and they feel like they're doing the right thing. Like, oh yeah, no, no, no. I'm taking care of my body. I drink Diet Coke every day. Like, but I mean, do you, do you take water? Do you, I mean, what is that? Is that really helpful though? I mean, it sounds Sounds like it might not work. So anyway, that person is a, is a glutton of the Diet Cokes, the Diet Coca-Colas. 
Uh, there is no other way to say Coca-Cola. Coke, Coca-Cola, and Cola. I don't know why. I thought there was, like, for some reason my mind told me that Coke, Coca-Cola is like an abbreviation for another word. But that's, that would be false. So anyway, gluttony. Um, it's a thing. It's a thing. And uh, a, lot, a lot of people, you know, it could, be, it could be a very sensitive topic, especially here in the South, in good old San Antonio, Texas, like number two fattest city in the nation, you know, or whatever we are now. We, we, we kind of bounce around on the top five, but we're up there. We are a, uh, we're a fat city. I'm just going to say it because it's true. And um, you got to do something about that. So, uh, you know, I'm not one of those guys, you know, I'm not like a CrossFit guy and I'm just like, ah, you need to work out every day, you fatty. And like, you know, come work out with me and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't really like to, to impose, you know, I'm not really a self-imposer. Uh, I do my thing and it's like, you do your thing. That's cool. And, and if you want my opinion, I'll state it and, uh, you know, we can talk about it if you want to talk about it, but I'm not really, uh, I'm not a jerk. Okay. You know? I don't have, uh, I'm going to say it, this is probably a jerk thing to say, but but it's okay, man. Uh, like the East Coast, they like to self-impose. You, oh, don't even try to act like that's not true. In fact, some of you take pride in that. Like you, you're totally okay with uh, interrupting a conversation and throwing in your opinion over anybody else and having zero consideration of what anyone else is saying. Uh, that's that's self-imposing, you know, like I'm just going to show up and blah, blah, blah. And that's what when people start to work out, they get this like high horse attitude, you know, like I'm above everybody. The peasants are looking upon me, the elitist, because I have lost two pounds after my new workout regimen that I've started. And, you know, you just it, it gets to people's heads so fast. And like, I feel like people who uh, who talk a lot about their workout regimen or borderline narcissists. Now, if they're doing it because people are approaching them a lot, like, man, do you work out? And, you know, what do you do? And what you, you know, tell me, you know, tell me your secrets and how much does it cost and blah, blah, blah. They stay, stay guard. You know, if people start asking questions, that's okay. But if you're one of those guys, you know, oh yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Every, every, uh, Monday morning, man, I got to get my, my this in and like my macros and you know if you're not doing macros man do you even lift i mean where are your gains like where's the gains man you got nothing man you're pathetic you know like if you're like hating on people for not working out shame on you man like chill chill out anyway uh so i've decided you know i need to start working out now i i was i was an athlete growing up for six seven eight nine for about five six years ironically i was also a pothead at the same time that i was an athlete i lived two lives at once it was it was uh very hard to do and eventually i had to choose one and uh i said goodbye to the athlete world and and completely embraced the uh the drug lord uh path and uh, that lasted not long at all and so but thankfully by the grace of god i got saved before i could you know sell drugs in cuba and buy a yacht and live off of uh, other people's taxes so anyway i i didn't go down that path but during my athletic years uh i joined football in seventh grade 
Now, if you've listened to any of my other episodes and my uh, my very self-absorbing and um, uh, arrogant way <laughs> talking talking about myself so much, you would have heard that I was pretty I was a pretty wimpy kid, you know, I was scrawny, very skinny. Uh, I weighed close to nothing. I mean, I naturally had close to no body fat. Um, and I'm not saying that in a proud way, like, oh, I was just so fit. No, no, like, I, I found all that out when I started to work out. And I had to work a little harder at working out when I was younger, um, only because I didn't have a lot of muscle. Now, I had, like, genetically, I looked like I should be able to, you know, lift 10 people over my head because I had very broad shoulders when I got into puberty. My shoulders. Pardon the interruption. I got interrupted there. And some of you are probably happy I got interrupted because I'm talking about weight. But um, so I had broad shoulders growing up and uh, they just popped out when I got into puberty. And then uh, um, also I like naturally had a six pack and I just assumed like that's I actually I didn't assume anything. I thought nothing of it. Like I didn't think like, oh, I'm just you know, look at my six pack. No, I just, it was just there. Like it was my stomach. Like it was, it was just genetically how I was built. So when I joined sports, I remember doing it in a weird way in an act of rebellion because, uh, you know, my parents knew I was a bit of a scrawny kid and, uh, my, you know, my mom had kind of went her way and my dad was still watching me, but just kind of, you know, living his life, and, and I remember their arguments about me when I was real little, where she would be real sensitive, and like, hey, you know, watch him, be careful, my dad would be kind of like, ah, he needs to tough it out, he's a boy, you know, and um, for some reason, when they announced at my middle school that, you know, they're going to have tryouts for, uh, for football, and if you want to go, you know, just show up, I just showed up, I showed up with some friends, asked that they wanted to do it and I was like being a, an influencer and a connector on accident because I, I didn't want to go alone so I did ask some friends if they wanted to come and there we were sitting down and listening to a coach uh, with you know really really unnecessarily tight high shorts and uh, he had these huge 70s glasses that guy was stuck in the late 60s early 70s um, what was his name it was it it's sad that I don't remember his real last name because we called him Coach Manure, like horse manure. We were bad, okay? I apologize, but it's true. I remember calling him that. Uh, I don't remember what his real last name was. Anyway, so there we were listening to Coach Manure about football. And I, I told my parents, you know, had them sign. I remember uh, my mom was kind of freaking out, like, he's gonna join football my dad was really freaking out like where did this come from and uh yeah I felt good about it I felt like guess what guys don't care about your opinion but I do need your signatures sign here because I'm gonna be a football star no I did not think I was gonna be a football star I was nervous I was scared out of my mind I've I've never really done anything athletic other than ride my bike around and you know play basketballs play I played sports but like just for fun on the street with friends so this was my first time joining like an organized group um 
and uh, it was it was a wild ride. You know, I got involved and I, I started to learn about working out. So fast forward, you know, go through my football years. By the time I was like a, a freshman, I was a machine and I wasn't alone. My whole team was. We were we were we were machines like my seventh and eighth grade year went so well. We went undefeated and uh, our middle school team had a drought. I did not know that, but it was a horrible drought. And the coach was like an old Clint Eastwood type that like did not plan on seeing another win. And then we showed up and we destroyed all of uh, our, our area of football and um, it sounded so very, very, very definitely educated in the area that I'm talking about. Anyway, we did well. Okay, so um, and then I, I, I love the taste of victory. I did. I love the taste of winning. It felt good. So by the time I was a freshman, working out and and you know being serious about a diet and serious about what I was going to be doing, like that that. That was I was very into it. The only thing that held me back was my love for marijuana. I mean, I just it's true, you know. So I would gauge myself though. And I would I actually would gauge myself and say, "Okay, I'm only going to smoke this much because you know, later on I got to have some grilled chicken because I got to get this in and I got to work out." And so and my workouts were not meant to compete with anybody other than myself. So on a football team, we all had our lanes. We had our positions. And a running back had a specific diet. A uh, receiver had a specific diet. A, a, a lineman had a specific. You know, they all had their own diets and their own workouts. And it would make no sense for me to do a lineman workout if I'm a defensive back. If I'm a cornerback, I'm on defense and I'm trying to catch footballs that are being thrown to wide receivers. I need to work on my legs. I need to work on my reach. I need to work on my speed. And yeah, I got to have some, some grit. I need to be able to, you know, maintain myself. I'm getting pushed around, but I'm not a lineman. I'm not pushing 300 pound boys around, you know, I, so we had goals. We had ways we were going to do this. Now, um, I was very programmed to live this way because of sports. When I got out of sports, I maintained that for about a year maybe a little longer but that was about it so my athlete days were over I'm not one of those guys that calls myself an athlete back then sure yeah I was an athlete I was in athletics I was in extracurricular activities I I, I partook in the uh, regular regimen of working out but that was back then at one point I quit that life uh, very very unfortunate that I did but I did, and um, so moving on, you know, lived my life, and I was naturally athletic because of it, you know, I did some, I, I, I did, you know, it helped in my, my jobs that I had with heavy machinery and power tools and stuff like that, like, it helped that I was a former athlete, but through, uh, through salvation and, and fellowshipping and, and hanging out with people and my first child, you know, we gained a lot of weight. We being my, my wife and I, like, I had a hard time. I'd never gained weight like that. And when I did, I was like, what is this? Is this, is this normal? Like, what is wrong with my body? And uh, it was bad. Like, I gained a lot of weight. And in my face, and in my stomach, and my hips, and everything. And I was like, I had to buy new clothes, and 
and it was it was horrendous and uh, I did not like it did not like it I was in my mid late 20s and I, I did not like it and so I tried to work out then and I did a pretty crummy job but I eventually started to lose the weight just kind of naturally because I just stopped eating as much as kind of what I did so uh, going back to what I first talked about with gluttony and all of that learning about gluttony and uh, the really the consequence of overeating and again it's not just food it could be more than that but but what people tend to focus on is overeating when they hear gluttony they assume overeating right away and that's not a bad assumption it's truth but when I started to learn about it I started to realize like this is a real issue this is a genuine sincere um, real problem that people have and and for some reason especially as a Christian someone who like actually wants to live for God and do right like gluttony seems to be like a little bit of a hidden quiet gem that not a lot of people talk about when it it kind of should <laughs> I mean especially here in San Antonio you know now I get it you know I talked about the Roman Catholic and, and the Pope and the how that came from the seven you know that's where the seven deadly sins came from but again gluttony's in the bible it is you, you can read first john you can read it in deuteronomy and you know what it's compared with it's compared with like idolatry and lust and the the lust of flesh so yeah it's it's bad okay it's not it's not one of those things that's just kind of like yeah it's a gray area no it's it's not a gray area you you should not overeat you you actually should take care of yourself um, it's it, it it is biblical, but even beyond biblical, it's also just naturally logical to not destroy yourself that way, you know. Um, and you see this a lot in grandparents that have gained weight. They they all of a sudden like I need to fix things because I want to see my grandkids grow up, you know. Um, I don't think my dad would mind me saying that he he was one of those people. He had gained a lot of weight, and then he made the decision, you know what, uh, I need to start taking care of myself because of my granddaughter, my daughters, his granddaughters, and decided I, I need to, I need to get on top of this, man, I need to start, I need to, you know, I, I want to be here, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go there, I'm gonna go into one of the more hairier, sensitive topics that has been more recent, but covid and, uh, you know, the new variant, Omni, Omicore, whatever it's called. Uh, and not just COVID, viruses in general, they will, they will easily attack those that are not taking care of themselves. I know there's going to be people that have their own, you know, articles that they've read and opinions of journalists that they've read of, you know, perfectly fit and healthy people that have, you know, succumbed to, to COVID and whatnot. And they've, they've died or been taken out that way um and, you know it's just i could say the same thing about cancer you know like cancer it doesn't mean we can just through sheer willpower and working out we're going to be able to overcome but at the same time in the same scientific study you'll see that those that tend to not be taking care of themselves and their health are more prone to being more sick and having worse uh, consequence through uh, diseases and, and viruses and sicknesses and whatnot. So um, it's 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 still a truth, you know. Say what you want about it. You you have your right, 
But at the end of the day, you can't look at a pudgy stomach and then say, this is okay if I get sick. No, there's going to be some kind of logic that says maybe if I just took care of myself, this would be a little bit different. Energy is a big deal. Energy, people get tired all the time. You get older and you're tired and you're cranky. It does a lot. It does a lot. It makes you cranky. It makes you have a bad attitude. It makes you all, you know, tired and you're just always out of energy. And have you seen some of these college kids and they're always tired because they have no diet. They don't watch what they eat. And then they stay playing, you know, Fortnite on their phones. Man, I sound like an old man right now. And you know me. I love that. I embrace it. I'm hoping as I'm saying this that gray hairs are beginning to pop out of my head. I would love that. Uh, Side note, uh, I remember seeing Anderson Cooper in his 30s and he had a full head of white hair. And I remember thinking, man, I hope I look like that in the 30s. And I don't, you know, I just have these like, you know, I can probably count like 10 or 15 or, or more little white hairs. And, uh, and I keep those. I keep those bad boys. I don't pluck them. Oh, no. Oh, no. I want my other hair, you know, pieces to slowly catch on. Anyway, so, yeah, these, these college-age kids are, like, playing mobile games, and they're staying up late um, on the WhatsApps and the, uh, the Tic Tacs, and they're just ruining them, their, their energy, and they're young, and, uh, you know, they can be in, involved. I remember being that age. Yeah, I know, I know. It's the old man rant. Here, here it comes. When I was that age and, uh, and I was involved in so many things from being in a band and going to outreaches and, and working late hours and stupid hours from either whether it was the morning or it was the afternoon to, the, to late night and still hanging out with people and being full of energy uh, because I drink energy drink. No, I'm just kidding. No. No, I'm not going to give credit to energy drinks. No, no, no. But, but you know, I, I remember, I know what it's like to be young and tired. I get it. But when you, when you have control of that, it's pretty bad, especially when you complain about it. When, you, when you're one of those people that complain, I just don't have time and I'm always tired. Well, whose fault is that? Is that your job's fault? Is that, you know, is that the world's fault? you know, for making you tired and, and, uh, not having enough time, like whose fault is that? I think that's, that's why gluttony in itself is a hairy sensitive topic because we have control of that area of our lives. It's not something we can easily blame other people on. And uh, we can't just be like, oh, yeah, you know, because of the, the times and the day and day. No, man, you have a choice. You have a choice to not eat that much food. You have a choice to eat certain foods. You have a choice to work out versus being lazy. You know, slothfulness is in the Bible as well. Being lazy is, is also in that list next to idolatry and, and the lust of the flesh and, and sexual immorality. I mean, it's, it's hardcore, man. It's hardcore. And so gluttony, you know, it's all in there. They're all together. Look it up yourself. You know, go, don't, don't trust me. You know, go study it for yourself. It's in Deuteronomy. It's in First John. You can ask about gluttony in the Bible. You'll, you'll find it. And so um, anyway, so, you know, I, I just, I feel like when I hear people complain, part of me wants to complain with them because it's natural and it feels good. You know, it does. 
It does. It feels good to just rant and be an old man and shake my fist in the air and like, ah, back, blah, 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 you know. There's there's a weird, uh, you know, dopamine feeling that's just kind of like, oh, yeah, this is, this is good, man. I like this. I like this. But there's another side of me that's like, okay, but is there a solution to this? Are you trying to solutionize? Do you want this to be fixed or are we just complaining to complain? Because I'm down with you. I can, you know, I I can complain and just complain. That's okay. That's fun. But but are we always going to just complain and complain or is there at some point going to be a solution? Are we going to do something about this? You know, and I I definitely feel that gluttony and the uh, the area of overeating and and dieting and, and choosing to be fit or lazy and choosing to. You know, when and if we're going to cry about energy, there's ways to fix that. There's st- stuff we can do. The older we get, the harder it is. Um, I'm only in my 30s, but I talk to people in their 40s and 50s, and I hear what they had to do just to stay and feel fit and, and have energy. It's like, man, that's intense. But they have to do it because if they don't, then people are going to think they're in their 60s and 70s. They're going to think they're older than they are. I don't want to be that. So I'm attempting, trying to work out, trying to diet. You do you, man. You do what you want. I wasn't trying to, you know, tell you you have to do this. But uh, if you feel bad, um, well, um, I, does that make me feel good? I guess. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to upset you, but uh, but. Um, Again, we ha- we do have control of that area. We could do something about it. We could choose to not overeat. Uh, and, it, and maybe I'm not even talking to people on this. Maybe I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Let me go work out, I guess.